Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is the Sikkim Podcast, powered by Rogue Media Network. The Sikkim Podcast is a production of Baylor Athletics. Now, here are your hosts, Katie Smith and the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Hi, everybody, and welcome to this week's Sikkim Podcast, powered by Rogue Media Network. John Morris, Katie Smith. Smith. <laughs> There's a backstory to that, but uh, welcome to everyone. <laughs> Being with us today, and uh, it is Easter week. It is Holy Week. What a great week. What a great week on the Baylor campus. It really is. So much going on, but like you said, Easter at the end of the week, or I guess the start of next week, technically, with it being a Sunday, sure. but who better to talk to us this week than our very own Holly, and I'm going to have to say <laughs> Mackenzie. It's so hard. I just want to say Holly Murray, Holly Murray. Yeah, I do. I'm right. a first name, last name person, but recently married Holly Mackenzie, our senior coordinator for sports ministry. A lot going on this week, but thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, I'm happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Let's start right there. Murray to McKenzie, married yeah. in November. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, Parker, your husband. Yes. You were telling us a little bit about him. Great background. Yeah. And uh, again, you're still newlyweds, really. <laughs> yeah. It's so new. You asked me how long I've been married five minutes ago, and I was like, having to count the months. I wasn't sure. Wow. It's going by so fast. That yeah. Great. So talk a little bit about um, your transition to Baylor, right? So you were in Wisconsin, um, and then how'd you find out about the job? Mm -hmm. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so I, for the last seven or eight years, worked with Athletes in Action, a sports ministry organization, and served at the University of Wisconsin. And it was a really great experience, and I loved it. I was involved with Athletes in Action as a student athlete at Rutgers, which is mm -hmm. where I initially met John Maurer, the director of sports ministry here at oh. Baylor. And he had reached out to me a little over a year before I had applied to this position putting some feelers out, would you be interested in this? And at the time I was like, no, I'm really loving what God is doing in Madison, Wisconsin. Yeah. I'm not ready to consider a move. But um, over the course of that year, like God really softened my heart to the idea of moving to Texas. And I went on a sabbatical for a few months and really felt like the Lord was prompting me that there is a change coming. And I didn't really know what it was. And I reached out to John the day after my sabbatical ended and said, hey, I don't know if this is a position that you are looking to fill in the future. You also know sports ministry world really well. Mm. Curious what your thoughts are, other opportunities. Um, I'm sensing a transition coming, and I don't know what it is. And I also have a good relationship with John and Missy, and they're people I'd go to for wow. advice or um, even just talking about work and sports ministry and direction and um and he was like, hey, actually, we just posted this position yesterday. <laughs> wow. Would love to see you apply yesterday. and consider it. Wow. And the timing was just crazy. And so that kind of led through a, a process over the course of a few months of applying, interviewing, praying, seeking the Lord, really trying to discern if this was the right next step. And it was. And in July of 2022, I found myself 
driving the long drive from Madison, <laughs> Wisconsin to Waco, yeah. Texas. How long is that drive? Oh, gosh, I don't even remember. <laughs> too many it hours. Took, don't want to do it again. You'll have to stay. It took two days with a dog and <laughs> a trailer. It, it took two days. It's a lot. <laughs> yeah. Very cool. And your uh, your background with John and his wife, Missy, yeah. goes back to those Rutgers days. But they've been very uh, impactful in your life, haven't they? Yes. Yes. Like in both in my calling to serve in ministry and sports ministry specifically, yeah. but even in my own relationship with God, I grew up in a home that valued faith. We went to church on Sundays. We Mm -hmm. prayed before meals. Like I definitely believed in God and loved him. And I knew that he loved me, but my faith stopped there. Mm -hmm. There was not much happening as far as spiritual growth or even understanding of the gospel or God's word. And I got really involved in my sport in high school. And the more my sport took over my life, which was gymnastics, the less spiritual things were a major part Um, And there were just a series of events my senior year of high school where I wasn't sure that collegiate gymnastics was going to happen for me. And I remember praying like, God, if you open up a door for me to continue my athletic career, like when I get to college, I I will seek you. Mm. I will try to figure this faith thing out. And it's funny because God opened up the door for me to go to Rutgers. It was literally June after I graduated high school that that process was finalized that I'd be going there which is so late turnaround yeah Yeah. so late and I got on campus and was so focused on my sport Mm. that I completely forgot about that prayer (laughs) that I prayed (laughs) right like we often forget about the prayers that we pray but God doesn't forget the prayers that we pray (laughs) and on my first day at Rutgers like one of the first people that I met was first a teammate that invited me to team bible study and I was a little Bible study. I've never been to one of those. I don't know. And then later that day, I met Missy. She had come to our gymnastics team meeting and shared about sports ministry at Rutgers and why growing spiritually is important and valuable. And at first, I didn't even think about it. And she passed out these comment cards that we were to fill out. Like, are you interested in a Bible study? Would you like to meet with someone? Would you like to get connected to a church? And all those initially, I put no, no, no. (laughs) Yeah. And then it hit me like, oh my gosh. This is actually that I I did say I wanted this. I did say that I wanted to grow and I remember changing all my answers and giving it back to her oh. and probably within a week of my freshman year I was going to a team bible study and going to a large group wow. meeting with student athletes on campus and got connected to a church and this was all really new to me. Yeah. But I found myself through my freshman year like the more I was encountering Christ through the community mm. that existed through athletes in action at Rutgers and the more I was reading my Bible, the more I realized like that God loved me and saved me yeah. from my sin and that I could have a relationship with him and that I could grow and that my identity could be in him and not in my sport and not in my performance. And that really just completely changed my life, completely changed how I viewed my sport, yeah. my identity, my worth, my acceptance. And as I continued through college... Missy discipled me and really helped me grow, helped me lead my team Bible study later in my uh, athletic career, helped me learn how to disciple women on my team. And really at the end of my collegiate experience, I didn't know what I was doing with my life. And it just came down to a, well, you're really good at this and you (laughs) love this and God can continue to use the you in the lives of student athletes. Would you pray about and consider joining staff with athletes in action. And it didn't take much convincing from there. I was like, yes, I'm in. Wow. And so I graduated, joined staffed 
uh, raised the support I needed to work with Athletes in Action and found myself at the University of Wisconsin a year later. Wow, how cool. I mean, really just such a great journey and so cool to see how, you know, God was orchestrated in every single one of those steps. You mentioned kind of how you as a student athlete were able to overcome, you know, the so many things our student athletes deal with, right? The mm-hmm. the performance, the stresses, everything. Now that you're in this role here at Baylor, how much is it helpful for you to have experienced those things firsthand when you're discipling now student athletes here? Yeah, it's so helpful because like I look back on my career and every high you could experience and every low you could experience, like I did. Yeah. Wow. And so I feel like there's just so much of my own story and walk with God and experience as a student athlete that relates to the current reality of student athletes here mm-hmm. at Baylor, whether that's a season ending injury or um, winning a conference championship or like not getting the starting time or playing time that I desired. Mm-hmm. Um, and just knowing like, truthfully, I don't think I could have navigated those high highs and those low lows in college without Jesus yeah. in my life, giving me a firm foundation and um, helping me know who I was mm-hmm. Um because sports is brutal. Yeah. College athletics is brutal. That's and right. I don't know how people do it without Jesus, yeah. honestly. Such yeah. a great point. That being said, uh, what we have here and the culture here at Baylor, uh, you know, and the four pillars and one of those being, you know, spiritual growth, mm-hmm. uh, don't, we have, don't we have a really good situation and just the culture for our student athletes here? Oh, yes. And that's one of the things that attracted me to Baylor. Like, Baylor as a whole, and then even within Baylor Athletics, is really a greenhouse for spiritual growth. There is every ingredient you need in a greenhouse to grow, Baylor provides. Mm -hmm. And I love that. And I love that that's such an important, integral piece of the student-athlete experience here at Baylor. And so um, a funny story that I think is an example of this. I was talking to a freshman student-athlete. who throughout the fall semester, I tried to text all of the female freshman athletes on campus, introduce myself, let them know where my office was, let them know how they could be involved with sports ministry. And she never responded to my text messages, which is not abnormal. Mm -hmm. There's probably a 10% response rate. But um, (laughs) at the start of this spring semester, she had reached out to me and asked, like, could we sit down and talk? And I had no idea what I was walking into. And in this discussion, I had asked her the question, like, So Baylor is a Christian university, like spiritual growth is a pillar in the athletic department. Like, how have you experienced that? Like, what is that? How has that impacted you? And her response was really profound. She said, I'm confronted by Jesus every day on this Mm. campus. And initially I was like, Ooh, what does that mean? Yeah, like, confront doesn't feel happy. Right. No, <laughs> it sounds really negative and yeah. kind of harsh. Um, but her response was just really beautiful. She's like, wherever I go on campus, like I am being confronted by Jesus. I'm seeing scripture on sidewalks. Wow. I'm hearing professors praying for me. The teammates that reached out to me after an injury were the girls that go to Bible study and lead Bible study. Like my coaches are constantly telling me that, my worth is not in what I do or how I do it. And even being involved in chapel and other things, just really being forced to consider the role mm-hmm. that God has in her life. And when she got to campus in the fall, she said that she was adamant on not becoming a Christian. Wow. And yet this Easter will be the first Easter that she's really celebrating the victory that oh. Christ had on the cross and what resurrecting from the grave. And, she has a relationship with him and her life has totally changed. 
And it's really because wherever she went on campus, there was someone or something encouraging her, prompting her to consider spiritual things. And it really came down to a teammate having a really straightforward conversation with her where she finally heard and understood the gospel for the first time. Wow. What a story. Yeah. What an impact. Yeah. I mean, life-changing impact. Yeah. Well, we can we can stop right now. <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't know. know. Mike job. Yeah, yeah, better than that. But what a great yeah. story. And and I mean, that's why you're here. It's yeah. why you and John are here leading the sports ministry mm-hmm. area. Um, has to be just so um, heartwarming, yeah. you know, to to be a part of that and to have stories like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, it's so encouraging because, truthfully, when I initially considered this position. I was like, do they really need me there? Like, mm. we're in the Bible Belt. It's a Christian university. Uh, but the reality is so many student-athletes come here, like, really for their sport. Mm-hmm. Or they come here because their parents really want them to go to a Christian university, but yeah. they may not be walking with Christ on their own yet. And it's really cool to see student-athletes. There's need everywhere, mm-hmm. and there is need here at Baylor for student-athletes to have someone um, – investing in their spiritual growth and it's been really fun to see the number of students really embrace their faith and be launched into what I hope would be lifelong ministry Mm -hmm. starting here on their teams and wherever God takes them after Baylor you think about champions for life there's there it is This is the Sikkim Podcast, powered by Rogue Media Network. Holly McKenzie, our guest, Senior Coordinator for Sports Ministry for Baylor Athletics. I've had the privilege of calling games and telling stories about Baylor Athletics for a long time. Storytelling is an art, and there's a network in town doing just that. Rogue Media Network has produced over 80 original podcasts and shows ranging from comedy, true crime, business, and, yes, sports. If there's a story to tell, Rogue Media Network is telling it. You can find this podcast and all the other great Rogue Media Network shows on Spotify, on Apple, on YouTube, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Yeah, you mentioned that, you know, there are so many resources and people available um, to our student-athletes of of people with strong faith. And so talk about kind of your experience here at Baylor, um, whereas you and John might be the ones in full-time roles, but kind of how there's all these different chaplain positions on teams. What is that kind of like from someone who is in a full-time role? Yeah, well, John gives leadership to a team of um, chaplains, some of whom are Baylor employees Mm -hmm. that work full-time. I think of Danny Price with softball. She's a director of operations, but is also really serving as a chaplain and a spiritual leader on Mm -hmm. the softball team to um, other teams here at Baylor, having staff members that represent other sports ministry organizations or even churches that really invest in the lives of student-athletes on that specific team. Um, And so there's just a wide array of different individuals with different experiences, but all seeking the same mission, all Mm -hmm. seeking um, for the spiritual growth of the student athletes on the teams that they serve um, and wanting to facilitate that there, whether that's leading a team Bible study or pregame chapels or discipling student athletes one-on-one all with the desire to help them grow. Um, And then even for John and I, we supplement those roles, supporting and helping those individuals um, really succeed in their lanes and in their spaces, but then also filling the gaps of needs that exist on other teams. Mm -hmm. Um, I find myself 
spending a lot of time around equestrian and acro student athletes this semester, just really investing in a few key student leaders who are the ones that are almost, whether they realize it or not, are almost serving as chaplains on their teams, Mm, leaving team Bible studies or sharing the gospel with student athletes um, on their teams or investing in and discipling uh, other girls, leading their team in prayer, um, which has been really fun. And just knowing every team and every team's spiritual climate looks so different Mm. and just needing to adapt to that. The way that you approach ministry on a team of 13 (laughs) would Mm -hmm. be really different to how you'd approach ministry on a team like Acro with 45. Um, And so even just being flexible and adapting to that and just seeking the Lord and seeing where he's already moving on those teams and entering into that space, um, which has been really fun to even just see the different cultures that exist within Baylor athletics and just the spiritual climate in different places and how God uses all of those different things in different ways for different people, but with that same purpose yeah. of knowing him. So, I love the uh, the stories we get from your, your mission trips, the sports mm. ministry trips, uh, and you're going back to Costa Rica. We're there yeah. last year yeah. going there. It was going to be in May, but now it's going to be in August. So mm-hmm. what's ahead? What's that look like? Yeah, we are so excited. We are sending a team of uh, 18 female student athletes, um, and then two leaders. So Danny Price and I will be leading that trip, which we're really excited about. Um, this group is really diverse in spiritual background, in the sports that they represent, mm. their ethnic background and heritage. Um, and so I just think anytime you have that kind of diversity in a group and you spend a full week together serving others, experiencing other cultures, Mm. diving into the word together and having fun together. Like there's always beautiful fruit that comes from it. And so I'm really excited. This is my first international mission trip since Mm. being here at Baylor. And so I'm really pumped for that. All female. All female. How did that come about? Um, you know, it They're was just not the ones who signed up or wanted yeah. to. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And okay. so it was just, I think unique circumstances on what teams are available, available. in right, August. Right, right, right. Sure. Um, and so there were like men's track could go, but they're mm. just, we were having a hard time getting interest in recruiting. Yeah. And mm. there were a few guys from men's track that were interested, but the deadline came and went and mm. we did have one male applicant and we sat down with him and initially <laughs> John was going to go on this trip and we showed him the roster and we're like, we're not going to tell you you can't go, <laughs> but one we guy. want you to know. Hey, he might it would be, be smart. I don't know. Exactly. It would, <laughs> he might know more than we think. And 18 women. Like, how do you feel about that? And he was kind of like, um, are you planning on doing mission trips next summer? Yeah. And I was like, yeah. yeah. And he's like, great. Well, when that one comes around, I'll try to do a better job of recruiting my teammates <laughs> and I'll yeah. go then. And I was That's like, funny. okay. That's funny. <laughs> That's really good. Yeah. That's and, great. and is our goal, whether unofficial or official here at Baylor to give every student athlete a chance to go on a mission trip? Yeah. So we really try throughout the year to have at least one trip that accommodates the schedule for every team. Um, And so we had a trip in January to Laplace, Louisiana um, over winter break that we just did some hurricane relief um, service. And that trip was really available to fall sports Mm -hmm. that had just ended. So we had some football and soccer go on that trip, which was awesome. Um, We planned on doing a trip in May, but just had a difficult time, which is some of the uh, planning for that trip and recruiting and, um, that led us to this Costa Rica trip. And so our hope moving forward is to keep that 
May and August uh, time slots gotcha. open, and that yeah. really accommodates almost every student athlete unless yeah. they are competing at international events during sure. that off season. That makes sense. And before we move off this subject, uh, those those aren't free trips. I mean, there's a cost associated with that. Uh, I'm sure. Do the student athletes go out and they they raise support for that? And anybody listening to us, if they <laughs> yes, would like yeah. to invest in the yeah. lives of yes. our student athletes, you would welcome that yes, also. Yes, absolutely. So these trips are not free, and we do mm-hmm. want to encourage our student athletes to like step out and trust God and see Him provide the funds that are needed for this trip. Yeah. So this trip to Costa Rica, we're participating in a sixteen thousand dollar house build, wow. where we are building a house from scratch in three days. Oh my gosh. In three days. In three days. And so we need to raise the funds for the house build. um, And then each individual student athlete is responsible for raising $3,000, which covers everything from flights, travel insurance, our housing, food, some of the supplies that we need for Mm -hmm. the trip. Um, and so every student athlete will be given a link with the number and we encourage all of them to step out of their comfort zones, send letters or send yeah. the link to their family, their friends, people from their churches back at home or individuals that might yeah. be encouraged about their trip. But we also know that the life of student athletes, some of them are not coming from faith backgrounds. Some mm-hmm. of them are not coming from very affluent backgrounds. And so raising $3,000 is a really big task. Yeah. yeah. And so we're really seeking God and his provision and trusting that there would be faithful men and women who are encouraged by what he's doing in sports ministry and would help invest in the spiritual growth of these student athletes and in this trip to help us meet our goal. So yeah, that's awesome. What a great way to give and right these kids. I mean, it's a beautiful country, but it's not a vacation, right? Yeah. It is. Right. They are going and working and like you said, building a house in three days. So love that our student athletes have the heart to want mm-hmm. to do that. When is, is kind of the deadline for giving for that trip? Yeah. So giving will open, um, the end of April or okay. the beginning of May. And that will continue all the way up till the day we get on till the plane. Day. Nope. Okay. <laughs> really? Right. Now, we have some goals and deadlines along the sure. way to make sure that we're staying on track and that we're raising the funds that we need. But, yeah. Yeah. Okay, great. Best spot there is our website, BaylorBears.com, and there's a pull-down tab for sports ministry. So yes. that would yes. be the best way. Or get in touch with Holly or John Maurer. Yeah. Very good. Absolutely. Well, this is great. It's Easter. Easter yeah. week and uh, for all of us and, and hopefully all of our listeners also, it is a very meaningful week and a meaningful time. And I know it is in your area of work and your personal life also. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Very good. We appreciate you being with us. Thanks very much for sharing. It's great to have you here at Baylor. Yeah. yeah. It's so it's fun so to be yeah. here. I love so it. Wonderful. What's kind of been um, the biggest change? We've talked a lot about Baylor, but Waco, Texas for you coming uh-huh. from Madison, Wisconsin. <laughs> well, the fact that uh, Madison, Wisconsin got nine inches of snow <laughs> last week. Yes. Well, last they, week. Last week, while they oh were gosh. getting <laughs> nine inches of snow, I was out on a walk with my dog yeah. in Man. a tank top. <laughs> I love that. So I... Love that reality. That's awesome. Glad to get out of those winters. (laughs) Welcome to Waco. Different world for sure. Exactly. Well, thanks for being with us. We really appreciate it. Happy Easter to you. And uh, Parker, I got to meet Parker. Sound like a great guy. I mean. Right? 
incredible. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he just keeps getting better every story she tells. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He's a winner. All right, and the dog, is, what's the dog's name? The dog's name is Piper. What kind of dog? She's a four-year-old golden retriever. Oh, oh. love golden retrievers. Yes. Piper. Yes, yeah, you can Piper. see her. She and I do walks around campus. Okay. She is the best ministry tool. Oh. Every student athlete right. Everyone will stop and talk to me. <laughs> I bet that's right. Maybe they could pet Piper. Like a magnet, <laughs> Piper. right? Piper. Yeah. That's such a good idea. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Great. Well, thanks for being with us. We thanks, appreciate Ollie. it. We appreciate all you yeah. do. Thanks for having me. Have you been looking for a new podcast to listen to? Are you interested in true crime, funny one-star reviews, or inspiring stories? What about the history of Waco or the famous people who have lived and worked here? All these and more are produced by Rogue Media Network. There are over 80 different shows, including this one, with more coming all the time. If there's a story to tell, Rogue Media Network is telling it. Watch on YouTube or listen now wherever you get your podcasts. All right, great to visit with Holly McKenzie. Holly McKenzie. And uh, it, it was funny, uh, Justin Hoff, who who creates the graphic for our podcast each week. Yeah. He texts me and says, who's the podcast guest this week? And I say, Holly McKenzie, uh, Baylor Sports Ministry. He texts me right back and say, is that Holly Murray? <laughs> <laughs> I said, well, it was, but she's now Holly McKenzie, even though her email address still is Holly underscore Murray one at <laughs> Baylor.edu. I love but, that. Uh, Justin was on top of he it. Was, he that was. That made me think of the other day, there was an employee that we work with <laughs> that I just saw that her last name was different, and uh-huh. I assumed, like, oh, she got married, and yeah. I made a big deal of it in a meeting, and it, and it is, in fact, that they're two different people. And oh. I was like, but I was correcting them. I was like, no, That's no, funny. they got married. Yeah. They were like, no, no, that's oh, a different person. Good for so. you. Yikes. That's great. <laughs> well, Holly, great to visit with you. Thank you very much. Uh, Katie, have a great, both of you, have a great Easter. That'll yes. be fun. We'll get back together next week. But that is our second podcast for this week. We appreciate you being with us. Thanks to uh, Holly McKenzie, our guest. For Katie, I'm John Morris, and that's this week's Sikkim Podcast, powered by Rogue Media Network. You've been listening to the Sikkim Podcast, powered by Rogue Media Network. The Sikkim Podcast is a production of Baylor Athletics.